Oh boy, oh boy, we have a great podcast for you today. What am I, in a barbershop quartet or something? Yeesh. Uh, hey folks, welcome to the uh, the Harlan Highway. I am Harlan Williams, your host with the most. Um, we have a really uh, cool show today. Uh, we're going to be talking about something very dangerous that occurred to me and almost became a reality for me. Uh, very strange serendipity or fate or whatever you want to call it. But it's something that could be dangerous for all of us. Wait until you hear about this. Also, uh, we're going to be talking about a, a crazy news story that you almost might not believe. This one is just out there, man. Crazy, crazy news story. And then towards the end of the show, I guess summer's almost here. So Campfire Timmy is dropping by to get summer started or get us in the spirit by singing some of his stupid campfire songs. And I'm not happy about it, but lucky for us, he's at the end of the show. So let's enjoy the first part of the show. Come on now. Here we go. This is the Harlan Highway. Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Willis? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? What's happening? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. <laughs> what's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> What is it? Opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harlan Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. The Harlan Highway. Crazy news story. That's weird. Wow. That's strange stuff. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I, I got to start the show off with a crazy news story. I mean, this this one was just too juicy to pass up. Oh, 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 no. oh, oh, Charles oh, Nelson O'Reilly. Oh, 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 oh. All right, easy, easy, easy. Listen to this headline. This, this is going to send quivers up your spine, sir. Oh, oh. Here it is. Crazy news story to kick off the show. Python in home toilet. Bites man's genitals. Oh my God. Are you kidding? Here's the story. A nine foot long python attacked a Thai man while he was using his home toilet. His name, which is hard to pronounce, but I'll try Ataporn Bumakachaihe. Man, I don't even know if that's real. Ataporn Bukachukwai, or whatever it is, 38, was using his squat toilet. What the hell? When the snake who slithered... (laughs) Oh, my God. I got to start a squat toilet? All right. If if you ever ever kind of forget how lucky you are to live in, in a modern country... 
that says it all right there. That there are still people on this planet that relieve themselves over squat toilets. And I, I don't even really know what that is, but I think we can all imagine. It's probably like a piece of plywood over a hole in someone's backyard up by the carrot patch. And poor Ataporn Bumachukwai was using his squat toilet when the snake who slithered through the plumbing latched onto his penis. Charles. He told the Thai TV channel it took 30 minutes to get the snake off. Okay, that just, that wording doesn't, Yes, I, I, it took, I was in the bathroom holding my penis and it took 30 minutes to get the snake off. Excuse me, sir, what, what, what did you say? It took me 30 minutes to get the snake off. Are you referring to the reptile or to your member? Well, you know, maybe I, I did a little bit of both. I got the snake off, and then I got the snake off, if you know what I mean. Sir? Uh, oh, no, it t- turned into a... Wait, I got to keep reading here. I found the comedy way too soon. It, it, it's turned into a group thing. It took 30 minutes to get the snake off with the help from his wife and a neighbor. What the hell? His wife tied a rope around the snake and boom, a chuckawai opened its jaws before passing out. Oh my God. Could you imagine being another neighbor looking out the window that morning? You know, the birds are singing, <whistles> sun's rising. Oh, you open the curtains. Good morning. Ah! You look down your neighbor and his wife and Booma Chukawai are pulling a snake off a man's penis? I mean, you know, visually, it would probably just look like they were pulling some guy's giant penis. Because one could never make the association that one had a snake on its penis. So the, 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 the neighbor would look out the window and just see... How long? A nine-foot-long python being pulled. Oh, my God. <laughs> so there's the wife. Pull, pull his snake. Pull, pull Booma Chukawai's snake quickly. Pull it, pull it. I'm pulling, I'm pulling. Pull harder. Tug on his snake. I'm tugging, I'm tugging. Get it off, get it off. I'm trying my best to get it off. I mean, good Lord. Emergency responders dismantled the bloody toilet and released the snake into the wild. Oh, great. It's still out there. Uh, Look out, folks, before you sit down on the toilet or your squat hole. You might want to spray some uh, snake repellent down there. Because apparently this snake has an appetite for cock. You know, most snakes want to swallow a a mouse or a frog or a baby deer. We got got a a cock python on the loose. This thing's hungry for dick. Pardon my French, but this is what the story here. 
It says, Booma Chukawai will make a full recovery. Oh, great. Now I got to say his doctor's name. Dr. Chotima Pincharoan, which I think is what Bukachakawai was trying to do over the squat hole, was <laughs> Pincharoan. <laughs> Dr. Chotima Pincharoan, who saw the wound, said he was lucky. If the bite would have broken his urinary tract, it would have been a big problem. Yeah, I guess you don't want to piss off a snake, pardon the pun, that's swallowing your cock. Uh, Pissing down the snake's throat probably would just make it even madder. Oh, you're going to swallow my cock? Well, how about some delicious warm lemonade? Hello, Mr. Python. Would you like to meet my spitting cobra? Ali, you want to have a snake fight with Buma Chakarai? I show you a thing or two. My snake can dance better than you, you, Mr. Snake. You want to party with this? Good Lord. And then here's more of the headline. It said, a Thai man is recovering in hospital after a routine visit to the bathroom became a descent into the jaws of hell when he was attacked by a snake. Wow. I mean, guys, 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 can you imagine a snake, a a nine-foot python gobbling down your manhood? Yeah. Probably what it would sound like. Good Lord, man. That's just crazy. And especially when you're when you're that vulnerable. You're 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 sitting, you're sitting on, on your squat hole. It's the last place you'd expect to be attacked by a reptile. You know, if there's one place most people feel safe and secure is behind the locked door of a bathroom. You don't expect an attack to come from below. I'm just glad this snake wasn't looking for a hole to hide in. Imagine that. Holy God. Our, our old friend uh, Bumpa Chukaraya or what a Chewbacca or whatever the hell his name is. Atapoon Buma Chucky would have had uh, an ass snake. Who knows what it would have done up there? Would have gone all through his intestines and laid eggs and made a made a, a python nest in his ass. And then when he least expects it, he's in a movie with a girlfriend and he's watching the movie. All of a sudden, the snake gets hungry, slithers out of its hole. She's sitting there holding the popcorn and. Sees an ass python come out of him. Good Lord, forget it. Wow. So there you go, gang. That is uh, one hell of a story. Python in home toilet bites man's genitals. So be careful, guys. Uh, You might want to wrap your your Johnson in uh, tinfoil or something. Or spray it with off or raid or 
dip it in Limburger cheese, anything to repel the cock-hungry python. I mean, good Lord. So there you go. Uh, just another crazy news story here on the Harlan Highway. Wow. By George, I think he's got it. Yeah! All right, all right, enough, enough. Flush that snake away. Um, I want to talk about something that that uh, it was kind of weird. You know how sometimes you think about something and, uh, and you know, you formulate thoughts and then the very next day or very soon after, like, something happens in regards to that thing you were thinking about and it's kind of weird. The timing's weird. So th- this is what happened. I was in New York last week. I was, I was there doing The Tonight Show. And so I was walking around a lot. I was, you know, I walked all over the city. I walked, I walked from like Broadway, Times Square, all the way down to Ground Zero. And by the way, I'll be doing a very special uh, podcast from Ground Zero uh, coming up. Um, so I'll keep you informed on that one. But uh, but I was walking through all all the streets in New York, and you know. There's so many high rises and and buildings and window washers and gargoyles and I mean it, it it's really there's there's so much concrete and structural structural mass around you that you almost forget how much stuff is above you. You know. Like when you're normally walking down the sidewalk, maybe there's some trees, some bushes, maybe there's a few houses or a mini mall over to the side. But when you're in, when you're in a big city, or you're in New York, or you're you're in a place where there's high rises, you forget that there's literally millions of tons. I'm talking tons of materials up above your head. Most of us stand between four and six feet tall. And above that line, there is millions, perhaps trillions of tons of mass. I'm talking steel girders. I'm talking concrete. I'm talking glass. I'm talking metal. I'm talking uh, satellite dishes. I'm talking, you know, all kinds of stuff is up above you. And, and, and when I was walking around New York, I was looking around and I, I was like, man, it's funny how we just take it for granted that we're all fine. We're walking on the sidewalk and we're like, as long as we don't step out onto the road or a car doesn't come up on the sidewalk, everything's just going to be fine. But you start thinking, you know, the potential, the possibility of a brick coming loose or a window popping out. Or even some idiot kids up on a, you know, 98th floor, you know, hotel balcony throwing something down. I'll tell you what, I did that when I was a kid. I didn't understand how, how, how fast and the velocity and the impact things could have when you throw them from a, a great height. But when I was a little kid... There were times when me and my my little friends threw stuff off of the edge of buildings, 
And I don't remember if we were really all that worried about if we hit someone. In fact, in our minds, we probably thought it would have been funny. And so you take for granted all the things that could that could fall and drop, and, and especially as the infrastructure, as, as these buildings. You know, in New York, you're talking buildings that some of them could be, you know, 75, 100, maybe coming up to 200 years old. And I think we have it in our head that we think, oh, once a giant cement building's up, concrete and steel girders, it'll just stay up forever. But guess what, man? Even concrete deteriorates. Over time, the rain, the wind, the elements, just the settling of time slowly starts to decompose even concrete and cement. Yes, it takes a long time, but like I said, a lot of those buildings in a lot of cities are really getting on in their years. And I think it's inevitable that eventually, you know, you're going to start hearing more and more stories about pieces of, of concrete, chunks of, of, of architecture falling or breaking away from a structure and landing on, on innocent civilians, people down below. In fact, uh, I think we might even start to see just random buildings, the whole building collapse. You're going to get to a, a point in time where, where you know, giant buildings that, that weigh millions of tons, hundreds of thousands of tons, are eventually just by laws of gravity and by, by the ravages of time will probably just collapse. The, 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 you know, these structures that we build can't stand forever. Now, in some cases, you know, like the pyramids and the, you know, ancient structures like that, but, but, but those are a different type of architecture, different type of material. And so I was walking around thinking, man, I, I started looking up and I thought, geez, I wonder if something's going to drop on me or if, you know, something's just going to randomly fall or, you know, a janitor could be up on the roof painting and knock a bucket of paint over by mistake or some idiot could be up on his balcony and throw an apple core over the side or, or, or a, a gargoyle snaps loose and a a giant gargoyle flies down and flattens me. And so I was having these random thoughts. And I was even, I thought, you know, I should talk about it on the podcast. But then I thought, ah, I'm, who's going to really buy into that? You know, it's probably stupid. It's probably not that interesting. And I was going to kind of let the topic go. But then yesterday... And this is why I'm telling you it gets weird, like less than a week from when I was thinking of this stuff. Uh, yesterday, I'm walking over to a meeting in, in, uh, in, in Los Angeles. I have to enter a large office building that's, I don't know, I think it's 65, 70 stories high or something. And... Uh, you know, I just walked in the entrance and no more than uh, 15 minutes later, I'm in the meeting and someone comes running in and goes, oh my God, did you hear what happened? And I'm like, no, what? You know, we're all sitting there in the meeting and uh, and, and uh, this person said, oh, one of the windows fell out from one of the upper floors. I was like, what? 
They said one of one of the windows just popped out and, and flew down and crashed on the ground and hit somebody. And I'm like, oh my God. I was just thinking about this. And and sure enough, I, you know, after my meeting, I went outside and there's this thick green glass all over the ground. And I talked to the fireman. I said, well, was somebody hurt? He goes, someone was hit, but they weren't severely hurt, which is a miracle because this was a big ass. This was an office building pane of glass. This isn't, this isn't like the little glass window in your bathroom, folks, where you where you keep your ass snakes. This was like a big pane of off, you know, thick. You know, that that glass they put up in the office buildings is thick. It's 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 gotta be. It's for security reasons and uh to fight the elements and the and the winds that hit at a high altitude. So it's almost a miracle no one was killed. So, anyways, just something to think about. Just another thing to add stress to your life. Thank you, Harland. Thank you. Now, you know, sometimes when my, my life gets difficult, when I got I got relationship problems and money problems and work problems. You know what I do, Harlan? I like to go for a nice walk to clear my head. But now, thanks to this segment, I'm going to be walking around, looking up in my football helmet, wondering when a gargoyle drops on me and kills me. Great. No, that's not the intention of this bit, but it was just, you know, I thought it was pretty interesting, and uh, the timing couldn't have been more bizarre and what's even weirder is like i said i you know 15 20 minutes earlier i walked that same route almost this the exact same route to get into my meeting so pretty weird maybe i was having a premonition or something i don't know so there you go thought i'd i'd bring that up for you keep your heads up gang there's billions and trillions of tons of stuff up above you. Forget about getting hit by a meteorite. How about getting hit by, you know, by a chunk of Macy's? Hello. So there you go. Uh, so be careful out there. And let's let's move on to... Um, uh, okay, hold on. I think Roger's coming in. Is that you, Roger? D- just come on in. Come on. The door's unlocked, Roger. If you want to come in, you can just... Roger, come in. Hi. What? What the hell? What What the hell what? What the hell are you doing here, Timmy? Ah. Uh, duh. Pardon me? I said Duh. What do you mean, duh? Um, I'm here to sing campfire songs. Pterodactyl teeth? D- yeah. Did you just call me pterodactyl teeth? Yeah, but I can call you French toast clit if you want. Do not call me French toast clit. Where do you come up with this stuff? I throw a rope up your ass and pull it out. You duck. Timmy! What are you doing here? I told you. You told me what? Duh. What what does duh mean? Uh, hello, acne face. Stop with the name calling. Good Lord, the minute you walk in here, my blood pressure goes up. Yeah, well, I wish something else would go up. What does that mean? 
I wish you'd climb up a giraffe's asshole. Timmy! Knock it off. What are you doing here? I'm here to sing campfire songs because summer's almost twas upon us. What? I said summer's almost twas upon us. What do you mean summer twas upon us? I learned that in school. It's Shakespeare. Twas twas upon us. That's right. Summer is twat. Summer is twite twine up twanus. You don't even know what you're saying, Timmy. Yes, I do. Well, what are you saying? Your breath smells like a rhino's asshole just swallowed a baseball bat. Timmy, cut it out. You're not going to be rude in my studio. Well, I, how, how is that possible? With your face here, it's always rude. <clears throat> you know, if you weren't the, the owner of this podcast, kid, I would not have you in here. Yeah, well, I am the owner's kid. And que say raw, say raw, you French fuck. Stop swearing. Good Lord. Well, I said it in French. You didn't say it in French yet. You don't even know French. I do so. Oh, really? Say something. Say something that's more than three words. Okay, I will. I'm waiting. Ah. Uh, Alouette, jante alouette, jante plumeure. You look like a pile of asshole shit. Stop it. You know what? Just sing your stupid song so I can get you the hell out of here. God, you annoy me. Yeah, well, just because you don't like campfire songs. I love campfire songs. It's just... You don't sing them very good. In fact, you don't even sing them at all. Why don't you go slam your face in an elevator door? And I hope it's a haunted elevator. And the ghost thinks your screaming mouth is a glory hole. And you get ghost fucked right in the throat. Stop. Wow, you are really ripe today, kid. I don't think I've ever heard you this rude. Did you just say... Throat fucked by a ghost? In the glory hole. How do you know about glory holes? Because I watch my dad's gay porn. Excuse me? Nothing. No, you said you watch your dad's what? Gay... Nothing. I'm going to sing my first song. Good Lord, kid. Do you mind? Hurry up and do your first song. What is it? Uh, it's a camping song. It's called Paint the Canoe. Paint the Canoe, huh? That's right. You've probably never been camping, so you you probably don't know what a canoe is. Um, I certainly do know what a canoe is. Well, then why don't you jump in one and paddle up your own fat ass cheeks? Sing your stupid song. Okay. Oh, the new canoe. Let's paint the new canoe. Let's paint the new canoe. Red and orange and blue. Oh, let's paint the new canoe. Red or orange or green or blue. Sha la 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 la. Sha la 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 la.
Shalalala, shalalala, la la. Swish, 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 swish. Shalalala, la la. Swish, swish, shalalala, la la. Whish, whish, whish. What are you doing? Ah, uh, hello. I'm painting the canoe. What are those stupid noises? They're not stupid noises. That's the paintbrush going back and forth. Kind of like the way your boyfriend's nutsack goes back and forth on your mouth. Timmy! Oh, let's paint the new canoe. Let's paint it orange, red, or blue. Oh, let's paint it orange, or blue. Good Lord, kid. If I went to your camp, I'd run into the middle of the lake and drown myself. Ah, you can't run on lakes unless you're Jesus, Lord, Savior, Son of the Holy Lamb. And the last time I looked, I'm pretty sure you're not. You're like old fat guy with pimple face. You know, Timmy, just get to your stupid neck song. Why don't you get to your underpants and snap them shut like a snapping turtle? I'm not even going to respond to that. Hurry up. What's your next song? It's a favorite. A favorite of who? Campers everywhere. And? It's called Who Burnt the Marshmallow? Oh, my God. Obviously, you've never roasted a marshmallow Probably because you're too busy down at the tennis club rubbing the balls. Would you sing your stupid song? One, two, three. One, two, three. Somebody burned the marshmallow. Could it be John, Jim, or Hillary? One, two, three. Somebody burned their marshmallow. Who could it be? Maybe it's Karen. Maybe it's Sean, but I think it's Terry, because Terry's hair's on fire. Oh, who burnt the marshmallow? Who burnt the marshmallow? <laughs> Someone burnt a marshmallow on their ass. That is not a song. Man, oh man, you are demented, kid. I'd like to dement your face right into the Sicily Tyson Museum on the third floor. What does that even mean, the Sicily Tyson Museum? Figure it out, Sherlock Bones. You know what? Do your last song, Timmy, and get the hell out of here. You smell, by the way. Look at you sniffing little boys. Shut up and do your last song. What is it? It's a tribute. Oh, boy, this should be ripe. A tribute to what? Not to what? To who? Stupid cowbell. To, to who's the tribute to, Timmy? It's to Prince. He passed away recently, you know. Okay, well, I guess I'm not going to get on your case over that. We all love Prince. You're damn right we do, Sailor White. I'm not Sailor White. Do your tribute to Prince. Okay, here it is. Stupid. Do it! This is one of Prince's best songs. I love it! Okay, I don't 
think I know which one it is yet, but it sounds kind of groovy. Yeah, sounds groovy. And he's singing. Okay, I wait. Is that... I don't know if that's Prince. Is that Prince? Yes, idiot. Wait a minute. Quiet. I'm listening. Stop talking. Wait a... This is Men in Black. This isn't Prince, you idiot. Oh, yes, it is. I'll bet $100 on your crooked eyes it is. It's not Prince. It is too, jackass, jumbleweed, cunt. Hey! Did you just call me jackass, jumbleweed, cunt? I sure did. This is not Prince, you idiot. This is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, right. It's Prince. It's the Fresh Prince. Well, he's not fresh anymore. He's dead. He died about two months ago, idiot. He's not... This is the Fresh Prince singing. How can you be fresh if you're underground in a graveyard? Turn it off. This is Men in Black by Fresh Prince. Will Smith, turn it off. Stop it. It's already over. You blew it. Way to ruin the tribute to Prince. Farmer Cheese McFat Fuck. Stop did you just call me Farmer Cheese McFatfuck? I, you bet your dollars, twisted ass cheek, Charlie. All right, get out of here, nutface. Oh, calling me names now, huh? Yeah, how do you like it, kid? Doesn't it feel good? It kind of does. Get out of here, you stupid tribute to the Fresh Prince. He's not fresh, he's dead. Get out of here, you dumbass. Freaky knob gobbler. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna tell my dad. Good. Get out of here. Campfire Timmy, you jerk. Up yours, crab puff ass. Get out. I hope you go to Applebee's and choke on a shish kebab, fucker. Get out. Out. God. What a dork that kid is way to ruin the show campfire timmy Stu first i gotta suffer through his stupid campfire songs did somebody burn the marshmallow and let's paint the canoe and then he tries to pull a tribute to prince and it's the fresh prince of bel-air that dumbass God, Roger, just never nail the door shut next time that little twerp shows up. Go suck a popsicle with your ass cheeks. Get out! Dork. Let me catch my breath. I gotta end the show. God! Campfire Timmy. Conjunction, junction, what's your function? Hooking up words and phrases and clauses. Conjunction, junction, how's that function? I got three favorite cards that get most of my time. Okay, Rog, good. Conjunction, good, junction, good, good. what's Rog, that function? Roger. Thank you. Um, I'm calm down again. I'm fine. Um, we're at the end of the show, though. That kind of wore me out. 
Um, let's see if I got some announcements for you. Yes, of course I do. Uh, please uh, visit the website, harlowwilliams.com, where you can write to me on the, uh, on the contact link. You can write me an email if you want. I might read it on the show. Or you can leave me a voicemail, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. And that phone number is at the website, harlowwilliams.com. If you can't remember it, you can leave me a phone message. Uh, It takes about six rings before the uh, machine picks up. We're working on that. And uh, you can leave a message if you like. And I might put that on the show. Love to hear from you guys. Um, next show, I'm going to uh, kind of give you a little breakdown of my my experience at the Tonight Show. I did the Tonight Show just a few nights ago and had a great time. And I want to kind of give you guys a behind-the-scenes uh, glimpse of the process and, and, and how it worked and how my night went and how the show went and all that cool stuff. So I'll give you a behind the the scenes look at the tonight show on our next podcast should be fun. And, um, please, uh, remember to, uh, get our app for your phone. If you want to listen to the Harland highway, wherever you go, you just go into your app store on your cell phone and type in Harland highway or the Harland highway. And you get the app absolutely free. You get the latest 50 episodes free. And if you want the other, uh, you know, 700 episodes, can you believe it? 700 episodes, it's only $20 a year, but that also gets you, uh, it gets you special, special premium member uh, material. It, it gets you uh, hearing me do uh, stand-up live at comedy clubs all over the country, trying new material, uh, interacting with the crowd, doing special events. Uh, you also get to hear interviews with some of the characters. Uh, you also get uh, my other podcast, which we do periodically, called Let's Have a Fight, where uh, celebrities and comedians have verbal fights with each other. It's a ton of fun. All that for $20 a year when you join the premium content. And, and uh, you know, we definitely put out premium stuff once, twice, sometimes three, four times a month, maybe more. Uh, but every month you get extra bonus premium uh, material plus the 700 backlog episodes of the Harlan Highway. So it's a great deal, and it helps us out over here with all our podcast activities. Thank you for everyone who's joined, and thank you for all who are thinking about it. We appreciate your support, definitely. Um, what else can I tell you? I think that's it for now. Um like I said, you can write or phone 323-739-4330. And uh, that's it. We're going to wrap it up, folks. I uh, hope you had a good time today. Sure loved being here with you. And, uh, you know, tell your friends. Tell your friends about the Harland Highway and share the fun. I mean, you don't want your friends to miss out on Campfire Timmy, do you? I mean, really, do you? You want your friends to miss out on those wonderful songs and the the, the, the dirty language. and oh, I hate that fucking kid. 
Anyways, that's it. Thanks for being here, everybody. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. And the ghost thinks your screaming mouth is a glory hole. And you get ghost fucked right in the throat.